0: what's going on guys do not adjust your set that's right six weeks six long weeks since you have gotten any Steel Toes and Scoreboards content Uh, matter of fact the last real episode we did was July the 4th so maybe July 3rd I don't know Uh, I don't know what to tell you. We've had a busy year, a a, a busy summer. Kurt's been super busy. I've been trying to get a hold of him to do some minis or full length. I can't. I've been super busy. I've been super busy with, uh, Freemasonry. Uh, the Freemasonry podcast is, is hitting numbers, uh, is hitting numbers. Unbelievable. Uh, we're came off 952 downloads on my other show for the month of August, uh, Still, toes the scoreboard's highest month ever was uh, October of last year. We come off and hit three hundred and twenty-eight. Um, but, anyways, it's it's just been crazy, super busy. I actually have a new job for for those who are wondering. Um, I'm working at the radio station. Uh, for those of you that want to check it out, but you don't live around this part, of uh, you go to WBDC. And actually, I'm going to enunciate those because sometimes I'm, I'm recording this mobile off the app instead of all equipment, so shit's hard to hear. So W B is in boy, D is in Derek, C is in Cat, W B D C U S, and there's a listen live link. I uh, I'm a jack of all trades. I work for a company called DC Broadcasting that owns five radio stations and a small uh, local television market. So I shoot some TV for uh, 18 WJTS television. I fill in on air doing uh, disc jockey work for WBDC 100.9, if you're local to southern Indiana, 100.9. And then uh, I also do the news. I read the news sometimes uh, on there. And just, uh, I've been busy. and I, I have not had the time to dedicate myself to the show like I have. The only reason, the only reason that uh, the other show I have with a, with a, with another guy called that other Masonic podcast, the only reason that it's hitting the numbers and it seems like it's taking a front, is because we get together once every month or two and we do marathon recording sessions where we block out an entire afternoon and hell, we lay down four, five, six episodes on the on the tracker. And that takes us out for a month, month and a half before we ever get back together again. Uh, but this show right here is the show me and Kurt's built. This is the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart. I have just been super busy. And I hate, I hate doing these episodes without Kurt Kelly. Uh, Kurt has always been a, a great uh, co-host. You know, on my other show, uh, I'm usually the comedy guy and uh, my... Partner's the, the straight man. Here, it's I'm the straight man, and Kurt's the comedian. And it just... it uh The show just does not flow as well when it's me by myself. Uh, but I, I am going to get with Kurt and see what's going on. I don't think Kurt wants to quit the show. God, I hope not. I just think Kurt's been super busy. Um, and he, he has had a lot going on. Last time I talked to him was about a month ago. And uh, Luck was... Having a rough time. For all of our loyal listeners the last two and a half years, you know, Luck is Kurt's best friend. Kurt would be lost without that dog. He's had that dog since it's been a pup. Um Luckers ain't doing well. So for all of our loyal listeners of the show that's enjoyed the cameos of luck during episodes, uh, just uh you know, send some positive uh send some positive encouragement Kurt's way. Um He can appreciate it. Be thinking of luck. I don't really know what I'm going to do here tonight. I just knew that I had to come on here and say a little bit of something. I don't know. I've got ESPN pulled up. We could run through like a hybrid mini episode. This was more just letting you know, hey, the show's not over. It's not going to die. It's just life. Fucking life, bro. And uh, I want to apologize to our, our loyal listeners because... Uh, Believe it or not, Kurt and I do get some people, it's like, man, where's this Steel Toes and Scoreboard's content at? So, here you go. Uh, I will say the fact that we've put out no new content in a month and a half, I just checked our stats today for the first time, we're still hitting, we've still hit like 50 or 60 downloads for this month without any sort of content whatsoever. And that's all because of just how badass you guys are. Um, you guys are rock stars for us. We certainly appreciate it. Um, I guess one thing I do want to talk about, uh, like I said, I don't know what this episode is going to be. I just knew I needed to get on here and press record for a few minutes. I figured you guys would get a kick out of this. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about fantasy football just briefly for those of you that, um, cause Kurt and I do have a lot of local listeners. Uh, of course we do have listeners. We are, we are a little bit international, not international, like the level I'm on with the, that other Masonic podcast, but Kurt and I are pretty na- uh, international here, mostly national, but we do get a lot of listeners that, that know me and him personally. Uh, so for those of you that personally know me, you know how important fantasy football is to me. Uh, I started playing fantasy football in 2011, and it's it's an addiction, it's a drug, we all love it. Uh, let me tell you about how my fantasy football season is going into uh, the start of week four here. Week three, excuse me, week three. Uh, we're in week three, damn, I got ahead of myself. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I'm playing in a league that I, I'm grandfathered in even though I don't work in a company anymore. It's a $50 buy-in league. Top four pays out. First place gets $250. Uh, I'm 2-0, and and by the looks of the scoring today, I'm going to be 3-0 and in that league. That's all well and fine. I'm super excited about it. The league that I care about the most is a league involving uh, my, my clique, my wolf pack, our circle. There's about 10 of us. Uh, some of the wives play. Uh, some don't. That... That league, there's no money on the line. It's all bragging rights, and it's a championship belt. And when I say championship belt, we bought a belt about nine years ago, paid about $150 for it. It's a gorgeous belt. We're going to upgrade to one of these. I want to upgrade to one of these, like, belt belts, homie. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, one of these that's pride, looks like a world championship wrestling replica belt. You know, not WCW, but, like, it's a championship. You know you know what I'm saying? We're going to upgrade to one of those eventually, um sorry, had a text. We're gonna to upgrade to one of those eventually, but nine years ago we paid $150 for this belt. Me and two the guy me and one other guy went in. We went in and set halfies on it. Um that league, it's all about bragging rights in the belt. There's no money involved. In that league, three of my first five picks are not playing. Okay, so let me tell you how this league went. I did I, you know, I took I don't know if I was drafted 5th overall or 7th overall out of 10, wherever I was. I took Saquon Barkley. Then I came back because it was a snake, and I took Nick Chubb. Then I came back and took Deontay Johnson, Kurt's wide receiver from the Steelers. Okay, Took him. And then we got to like round 7, round 8. Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. I can't believe I'd ever call Taylor a douchebag, but the way he's acted over the last year or so, he's a douchebag. Taylor was sitting there at round 8. I'm like, okay, everybody's passing on him. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm going to take him anyways. He's still not seen the field yet. So, that, so that's where I'm at. Uh, three of my first five picks are hurt, and a guy I took a flyer on that's a top talent, you know, everybody's passing on him because of the, the injury and the contract. He, he's still not playing. So my season got tanked in one week. So that's outstanding. Um... I wish Kurt was here to talk about contract disputes. <coughs> I think it'd be kind of funny, but so that's that's where I'm at there. Um, I did take Tua. I did I did reach for Tua, and I have him in both leagues. Uh, I did take him by like round. I don't I don't remember what it was, but I reached. I got Tua before anybody, and I am glad. I I don't want to put the curse on it. And I hate Alabama with a passion. I hate Alabama products with a passion, but I was like, after last year, I was like, you know what? Let's give this kid a shot and see what happens. He was sitting there. I took him, he was one of the actually one of the first quarterbacks off the board in both leagues. And did you see him blow the asshole out of everybody today? Son. Dolphins put up like 70 something points today. A 70 a 70 burger? This ain't the NCAA, a 70-burger. My word, son. I mean, I'm not complaining. I got 88 points out of Tua. That's right, you heard me right, 88. Uh, The the league I'm grandfathered in, the place I used to work, you put up a 60-burger. But the league I'm in with my friends, the, the circle of friends here, we got custom scoring that I'm a commissioner of. We got... It's a high-scoring league. We got custom scoring. I got 88 points out of two of today, so that's uh, fantastic. But anyways, switching gears. Again, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't even know why I'm on here, but I wanted to get on here and say a little something. But while I got you here, Kirk Kelly would be proud. Here we are, Sunday, September 24th. The postseason is in sight for Major League Baseball, and what better time to jump on this train and say the Yankees gonna miss the postseason. God, I hate the Yankees. The Yankees will be out of the postseason for the first time since, correct me if I'm wrong, be about that 2015, 2016, somewhere in that area. One of those two years. Uh, Excuse me. Whew. Still, my best friend got hitched last night. I, uh, I may or may not have got my ass full. I've been nauseous and hungover most of the day, so do with that what you will. <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah, Yankees missing the postseason. I gotta say, honestly, uh, I haven't followed much of the Yankees season this year, but I gotta say, I'm I'm kind of surprised, honestly, because of the season. I shouldn't say the season they had last year. Let's say because of the season that Aaron Judge had last year. Well, I mean, you know, I guess they did all make the, the postseason. It takes a team effort, but uh, Judge has not been playing very well the last couple months of the season here. He was playing with a foot injury, a toe injury or something, uh and I think he went on the DL for, like, about a month, month and a half, did he not? Somebody out there hollering. I know we got Yankees fans. We hit listeners in New York all the time. New York's one of our most downloaded states, which, for two hillbillies from southern Indiana, we love the fact that people in New York City are listening. To this. It's not just the state of New York. It's New York City. So, I know y'all are listening to this one. Your boy your boy was on the list for about two months, wasn't he? A month and a half? Uh, so, I don't know. Uh... The Yankees, the Yankees are a team that, man, if they miss the postseason one season, they're like, what the fuck happened? And then they want to go, you know, like, oh, my God, we're the Yankees. We can't be missing the season. And they have a completely overreaction to something that doesn't need an overreaction. So I imagine, in my opinion, this will be the same way. They're going to come back next year looking to go scorched earth. Um, so... Just thinking. I wish Kurt was here. We'd talk some baseball. Oh, Kurt Kelly loves his baseball. But while we're here, I mean, while I'm 15 minutes into however long this is going to be, why don't we just kind of, why don't we just kind of, I don't even, I'm not even going to call us a Weeknight Chronicles. I'm just going to be like, hey, the show's still here. There's something stupid. But why don't we kind of just give like a, a playoff scenario, kind of a, a postseason look ahead I mean, we still got about what a week, two weeks left to go in the regular season. Um, Braves are already in. Uh, Dodgers are in. Baltimore should be in. Tampa Bay should be in. Actually, I don't want to give anything that I shouldn't. So let's pull up the computer here. Let's uh, let's pull up the ESPN. Let's pull up the ESPN here. As I know for sure it should be a land of Dodgers, Old Baltimore, and should be Tampa Bay. Uh Tampa Bay should be a fourth or fifth seat. Let's just look and see here. Alright, here we go. Shout out to Espen. Everybody loves Espen. I tell you what, you know, some people like Bleacher Report and all these other places, Fox Sports, all the shit. I love Fox, Fox Sports Radio. But when it comes to your sports information, dude, if it ain't ESPN, you're wrong. So I'll die on that hill. It's ESPN and then it's Katie Bar the door and fuck everybody else. But All right, so coming in, it is. Uh, so we would have Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, Tampa Bay would be four, uh, Brewers, Twins. Now here comes to my Phillies. And this is such an interesting scenario uh, because I crapped on them all season last season. And they made the World Series. the Phillies right now have a lock, I shouldn't say lock, they have a grasp on a, you know, a spot, which means they could potentially open the season at home, potentially, um, in the wild card. Uh, let's see. Do they have potential playoff matchups listed on here? They do have some potential playoff matchups listed, uh, and they have chances by round. They have chances by round. Phillies with a five percent to make the to win the World Series, eleven percent to make the World Series. A quarter, 25% chance to make the championship series, 61% to make the NLDS itself, and it is looking like, according to ESPN, they are looking like the NLCS, in their opinion, will come down to Dodgers Braves, which I can totally see that. It looks like, in their mind, the ALCS is going to come down to the Texas Rangers and the Orioles. Really? That's very interesting. Sorry, I'm reading. I love baseball. But anyways, keep your eyes locked on that. I will eventually get back with Kurt or somebody, and we will, we will get something done, um, I was at a wedding, I was at the wedding last night, like I said, my best friend got married, and I was at the wedding last night, and, uh, one of the guys stopped me, and they're like, hey, man, uh, your podcast, they're like, which one, they're like, oh, I don't know anything about masonry, so I don't check that one out, I was like, okay, I understand, he goes, no, he goes, you're uh, Steel Toes and Score horse podcast. He said, uh, you know, you always include a little bit of wrestling on there. He said, and you haven't really talked in a while, which is kind of what prompted this tonight. And he goes, man, he goes, you don't have any opinion about this UFC, WWE, this whole Endeavor, TKO merger thing. And I'm like, bro, I got hours, fucking hours I could run my mouth about this. But... Kind of saving it for a wrestling podcast, which then this dude tried propositioning me last night to start a pro wrestling podcast. It's like, this is the only reason I've been wanting to do it. You know? I have a ton of opinions and mixed feelings about this. You know, and, it, and it's good. I mean, there's a lot of money there. I just—I never thought I'd see the day that Vince McMahon would sell his company. And I know some of you guys check the show out. You're not wrestling fans, so just—just just bear with me here. I mean, it's give me a minute to use my platform. It's just—I'm 36 years old. Some of my first memories in life are wrestling. You know, it's—it's it's scientifically proven. You know, you start getting some of your first real memories when you're three and four. Mine are uh, at least a handful. of Those first memories are tied to wrestling. It's the one thing besides baseball and eating. Because if y'all know me, I'm I'm a big boy. It's, it's been the one thing that's dominated my life. And no, I don't. T- I don't. I don't catch every episode of Raw anymore. I don't catch every episode of the AEW shows. I don't. I don't catch all the NWA tapings, Major League Wrestling, the GCW stuff. I don't catch a lot of anything anymore. But if I, just because I'm not watching it live, don't mean I don't got my ears tuned in. Don't mean I got my eyes locked on it all over the internet and social media. Like, I fucking follow everything. I see, I might not get to watch it in real time, but brother, I see all, hear all, know all. I shouldn't say know all, it's going to make me sound obnoxious, which I already am, but I mean, I read it. I just, this, McMahon has been at the helm of this since before I was born. He bought this company from his dad in the 80s, the early 80s, 81, 82, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. for a million dollars. He bought it from his dad for a million dollars. Okay? I never thought it would sell, and he sold the merger with the UFC and all this stuff he billions billions a company that he bought for a million multiple billions now and he's still in charge of the WWE side plus being on this board for TKO now I just it breaks my heart because if you're a true wrestling fan at least the ones I talked to. You want to see this stay a family owned business because at the heart of it, you know, for for kids like me that were born in the eighties, the late eighties, that grew up with the nineties, you still knew about territories because that Memphis territory is strong. I'm a child of the Memphis territory. The territory that made Superstar Bill Dundee, that made Lawler, those territories. That Memphis run territory it ran. Until 97, 98-ish, whatever. Okay, that was the territory they ran the, the Mid-South the mid Coliseum on Monday nights in Memphis. Okay? Tuesday night, they'd run the Louisville Gardens. Wednesday night, they'd run the Coliseum in Evansville. Where I live at, I'm an hour each direction, east or west from Louisville and Evansville. Okay? This was my territory. Okay? And so what I'm, the point I'm trying to connect, because I suck at making points is that a lot of us born in the late 80s or the early 80s, we grew up with family-owned promoters, is what I'm trying to say. So even though it became a juggernaut in the 90s, it was still a family-owned company. Then it goes public, it's still a family-owned company, but now there's a whole board of directors and shareholders. I don't think any of us ever thought it was going to sell or merge, because this changes the whole game with the way things are done. And... Uh, The person I feel the most sorry for in this whole situation, actually, is Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H, Vince McMahon's son-in-law, who, what he did to get the business ready for the next generation with this whole NXT thing and the creative that he saw, and just, he's the person I honestly feel the most worse for. And like I said, I might be wrong, and I know it pissed some people off when I said it, But, like I said, I I seen a comment come across social media back in the the beginning of the year when these rumors first started breaking about the sale of the company. Uh, Somebody said, well, there you go. You pissed Vince off with this, uh, you know, sexual allegations, whatever. And he's like, well, if you're going to take me out of it, I'm just going to come back, take control, and sell it. By God, that's what he did. So, right or wrong, like I said, you know, if... He did these things. He's a slime bag douchebag, anyways. But at the same time, the the person that posted that comment on social media, it's kinda hit the nail on the head. They pissed him off so bad, kicked him out of his own company. He came back it's like, Well, if I can't have it, it ain't going to the family. I can promise you that. And here we are. And I think, no matter what anybody thinks, this is my opinion, uh, the state of professional wrestling has changed forever now. We are officially entering a new era of professional wrestling because now you got big money coming from Endeavor that's backing this. Although WWE didn't need the money, they're posting record years right now, record numbers. You go on there and you go on their WWE corporate site and you you know you check out the financials and some of the dirt sheets and whatnot. Like they're posting record numbers, but you know this ain't the time for the placement. <laughs> I know everybody's like, man, shut up. I don't care about wrestling, but eventually we will, um, eventually I will talk about it to somebody who cares, <laughs> somebody who wants to listen. But yeah, I got, I mean, there ain't really much there. That ain't really much here. I should say. I just, uh, Mainly want to jump on and apologize uh I can't cause it it still makes me happy to know that there's people out there that actually want to hear our content on this show <laughs> um, I just want to apologize we've just we've been super busy and that's that's all it is. just have not had the time to dedicate the only reason the other show is bumping out the other show's hitting five hundred downloads a month on average. Like I'm looking at the statistics for the other show right now, which if you're interested in Freemasonry, you know, <laughs> check it out. I uh I don't talk as stupid on there as I do here, but you know, we're the only reason that show is banging the numbers it's banging is just because uh I got a good co host over there that handles a lot. He's more active on the social media than I am. So he handles it all. Uh, he's a good ambassador, good promoter, and yeah, we average about 500 downloads a month uh the last four or five months were you know last month was 952 we still got uh just under a week left to go in this month and we're already we'll probably hit 700 this month on that one so uh but anyways uh i will get a hold of kurt kelly and find out what's going on it's just kurt's busy and like i said uh you guys have been loyal to the show and know about Luck, and you hear about Luck's uh, cameos he brings to us all the time. Keep keep Luck in your thoughts. Uh, Luck's an old man and he's tired, and uh, when Luck goes, it's it's gonna fuck Kurt up pretty bad. And uh, what's that what's that uh, song Billy that says? Love me like my dog does. I mean, there's yeah but uh anyways guys for uh Kirk Kelly uh, i'm jared Atkins this has been a very brief episode of steel toes and scoreboards a rambling episode just to let you know we're still alive uh, we appreciate our support no content in the last six weeks and we're already at like and we've still managed to hit 50 or 60 downloads this month so uh if i can get Kurt rain back in if not i'll try to run point by myself i just hate doing that but uh, as we as we head into the final quarter of this year, uh there is some content I'd like to bang out. I'd like to do an episode on Killdozer. Uh I'd like to do something about JFK. Uh very very there's still multiple World Series to cover. Uh I'd like to do some more NBA uh, championships. Uh the watch along episode was well received. we we don't get a lot of feedback, but we get a lot of likes and and stuff on some of our social channels and whatnot. So the the watch along episode we did back in May with uh, the eighty five NCAA title game at Georgetown Villanova uh, that got a lot of feedback. So maybe we'll hook up and we'll uh, we'll do another watch along, or for, well, I mean, it's a listen along for you guys. We're not video, but you know what I mean. We. We th- I throw up the other phone I have because I have two cell phones for my job and we we play it and we let you guys hear the audio and we just kind of provide our commentary on it. So, uh, but yeah, good stuff in works and uh, if I, if uh, Kurt's too busy, I just I'll start doing something myself. I don't want to. It's no fun without Kurt. There is no there is no steel Toes and scoreboards without Kurt. Um, but anyways, for uh, Kirk Kelly, I'm the fat man Jared Atkins. Uh, we appreciate your support. We'll catch you guys next time.